Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. I'm very excited about this conversation. I'm here with Leah Santa Cruz, who is a meditation teacher with a background in neuroscience and psychology. After experiencing burnout and anxiety in her former career, working with Microsoft and tech startups, meditation became her path to healing. Leia is now the co-head of meditation and, co- meditation and coach on the award-winning Balance Meditation app, just awarded Google's app of the year. Congratulations. <laughs> and she's also co-host of the podcast, Well Balanced. Welcome, Leia. Yeah, thanks. Happy to be here. I love talking about all things wellness, so... This is going to be a fun conversation. Perfect. Let's jump right in. Tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for that introduction. Um, I am a meditation coach or teacher, and I currently live in Bali, Indonesia, and I've been mm. living there for almost six years. Um, but I've been teaching meditation now for the better part of a decade and uh, practicing longer than that. Um, I, I specialize in helping people who suffer with issues with sleep or stress management, anxiety, um, mood issues, and, and generally just not feeling like themselves or Mm. as good as they want to be to, uh, to jump into greater states of wellness and, and, uh, health through meditation which has been a tool that's really helped me a lot. Um, and like you mentioned, I I used to work in a different industry. I wasn't always teaching meditation. I was working in the tech industry and um, with Microsoft and other startups. And I myself experienced uh, anxiety disorder and burnout and fatigue and you know issues with my mood swings. And uh, it really affected my, my health, my physical health as well with uh, disruptions and dysregulation in my nervous system. And so I've been on a real journey for wellness myself personally. And meditation has been one of the most important tools that have helped me in my own journey. And because of that, I became hyper passionate about it and just wanted to share it with everyone and anyone. And now that is what I do for a living. And I'm really blessed to be in this space and to share life-changing tools with people. I love that. And it's so in our world today, and especially in the entrepreneur space, there's so much burnout and anxiety and exhaustion. You know, we're just like, we're living at such a warp speed these days. And if you don't tune in and you don't stay sort of connected with where you're at, it's so easy to just at some point, you know, hit that wall and crumble beneath the the pressure and the weight of all of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, from a 
evolutionary perspective or from a biological perspective, we haven't been able to catch up <laughs> with the pace of information that we are getting today and the level of um, production that is required of us in our work. Mm -hmm. We are doing, we're able to produce so much more than our ancestors were in the same amount of time, you know, mm -hmm. luckily because of this industrial revolutions and the new information technology era, but, but wow, our, our bodies and brains still haven't been able to catch up with the demands and the needs that it's been placed on us because mm -hmm. of that. And so we are experiencing a lot of suffering and around the world because of it. And I think, you know, um, it, it affects all of our lives, every aspect, our relationships, how we sleep and, the the good that we can put out into the world. Yeah, I really like that point that it affects the good we can put out in the world. Because mm -hmm. uh, there's so much we, all of us, every listener tuning into this episode has to offer. And if we aren't taking care of ourselves, we're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. But how to take care of ourselves? That's the big question. <laughs> right. And I think one of your answers to that question is sleep. Um, which I really like, I want to first start with, I told you, this would probably be the first question I'm going to ask, talk to us a little bit about in terms of taking, taking care of ourselves, running a successful business, putting ourselves in a place to do that. Yeah. Talk to us about the difference between rest and sleep. I mean, we know the obvious difference. One, you're sleeping one, you're just resting, but yeah. how is sleep? Would you say, is it more important, you know, just Mm. Oh, well, all, I mean, they're all important in their own ways. Um, mm. we, we, we can't just rest all day and be, be able to tackle the demands of life. I mean, there's certain things that happen in sleep that cannot be replicated through any kind of just typical rest, um, that can only happen in deep sleep or, you know, there's certain, um, healing mechanisms that happen in every phase of our sleep that helps us with, with moving through our lives. Like you could say that deep sleep is our, as our personal healing therapy for our body mm. and dreaming sleep is our own specific healing for our emotions and mm. being able to process all the things that we experience emotionally throughout the day. Um, so each phase of sleep and dreaming, it just tunes us up for something different in our lives. And rest you could say is um you know when we are perhaps just chilling at home and taking a taking a quick rest on our sofa or or at a park or taking a nice leisurely walk or doing something that is restful to us like maybe sipping some tea or having a relaxing conversation with someone in any way that we are allowing the the mind or the body when i say mind or body to be in a more restful state. So if I'm relaxing, lying down or sitting, then my body's more at rest. But if I'm doing, if I'm doing something that, um, an activity that doesn't require a lot of mental processing, then I'm allowing my mind to rest. So, you know, we, we look at different brainwave states that happen when we are in different states of activity. You know, we, when we're learning and we're problem solving, we're using gamma waves in our brains. And this is like highly alert focus and concentration. I wouldn't say that that's a restful state because it's like, it's a very active waking state. When we are um, out having conversations with people or we're kind of logically thinking about stuff or we're being more extroverted, maybe, you know, what we're doing right now, mm -hmm. <laughs> speaking to one another, 
um, we are in beta wave state, you and I right now. So we're mm-hmm. actively thinking and we're engaged. Um, when we're, we may just close our eyes to do a meditation practice. Uh, we are, we're about to fall asleep, let's say, but not quite asleep. We're in a relaxed state. We're absorbed in a beautiful piece of music or we're just relaxed, but still alert. Then we're in alpha wave state. And so I like to think that that is more of a restful state. Mm-hmm. We're taking a little mental break, like a mini vacation. <laughs> when we're dreaming, we're going into theta wave state. Um, and that's also a state that occurs in, in deep meditation, which is interesting to notice. Um, when we're in deep sleep, we are in a delta wave state in our brains. And that is um, a really deep, like trance-like or coma-like state, deep hypnosis. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, interestingly enough, you can also access this state through meditation. Advanced meditators um, access these the delta waves too. So there is some overlap, right, between meditation and sleep. I love that. I feel like, my God, there's so much I don't know about sleep and, and even just like knowing the different states that our brain can be in, I feel like in itself is really empowering in terms of like really intentionally choosing how we're spending our time based on what we feel we need at any given moment. Or like right now, after this podcast, I'm going to go sit on the couch and I think watch my first Christmas movie of the season, because I'm like, I've been in those more hyper wave states a lot for the last few weeks. And I can sense that I really need that downtime. Um, Yeah. Well, our bodies are designed to thrive on a certain degree of stress Actually, mm. is good for us. You know, Um, we don't want to have no, no stress whatsoever. We, we do thrive on a little bit of stress and challenge in our lives, but when we have enough sleep um, and rest, our challenges are exciting. And we are ready to take them on and we grow and we develop. And when we're sleep deprived or we're deprived of rest as well, those same challenges create stress internally, Mm -hmm. which we experience as anxiety or we experience as overwhelm. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important that we, we recognize like, okay, I can, I can handle the challenges of my life more when I rest, it's actually time that gives back to me. Mm. So talk to me about how people don't have time to rest. Yeah. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Talk to me about people who like about (laughs) prioritizing sleep. Like what are some of the things that you see people, I don't know if the phrasing do wrong is the right thing here, but like sort of don't get quite right or could, could get better sleep if they did this. Does that make sense? Mm. Um, so you're asking like, what are, how can we optimize ourselves for better sleep? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well that's, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of research out there right now about it, about how we can improve our sleep. And there's some obvious ones that maybe a lot of us have heard already. Um, like it's better to sleep with, you know, in a cool room than in a warm Mm -hmm. room, but What's also interesting is that that really comes from like our ancestors, you know, when we lived tribally um, Hmm. in camps back in the day, if there was, if your body was warm, it was because there was a fire and you better Mm -hmm. as well be able to jump up out of bed and and attend to this fire that's happening in the camp. So when we, we sleep with too many, you know, covers, like thick covers, too many clothes on or the worms too warm is our body in some degree, like I said. It's really kind of 
prehistoric mm-hmm. thinks there's a fire happening. I need to stay awake. I need to wake up. So keeping your room nice and cool. Um, and then, you know, today we are on screen so much, especially if you're a business person, uh, if you're an entrepreneur like myself, like you, you know, we are on screens right now mm-hmm. watching this, listening to this. So we have to know how to, um, to sort of adjust for the blue light that we're receiving, which is actually affecting our optic nerves and is impacting our sleep and our ability to rest. Mm. So whether that's blue light glasses or a screen cover for your laptop or your computer that can help um, adjust for the blue light that you're receiving and then not having so much screen time an hour before bed to give your nerves a chance to rest and be able to fall into that sleep state because we've sort of forgotten how to fall into that deep sleep. Little children, I have a two-year-old. He can he can just drop right into yeah. sleep, and it's like it's like someone drugged him. <laughs> like you could shake that shake him, he won't wake up. You know, doesn't matter how how loud things are around him, he just can drop right into that state. But as adults, we've sort of forgotten how to how to transition into that deeper state of sleep. So we have to set ourselves up with certain things, mm-hmm. um, and and we can do that throughout the day too. From the moment we wake up, we are preparing for our sleep. So a lot of people. Uh, practice meditation in the mornings. And I say, that's going to help you sleep better. Even though it's in the morning, it's because you're setting yourself up for a better foundation for your day where you're not going to be as stressed by the challenges that are presented to you. You're going to have more resiliency and more energy, and then you'll have less to de-stress from at night because most of our sleeping issues come from some level of anxiety or stress um, that we're holding on to. And so if we can, if we can start to pre proactive about that from the moment we wake up, we are preparing for better sleep. It's like sleep's best friend is meditation. And then, you know, as you go into your evening or you get finished with your busy work day and you have to de-stress some of those things, doing some light stretching to mm-hmm. release the tension actually stored physically in your body um, is really key of uh, being able to, to exercise and work that out, uh, being able to um, do a practice of meditation in the evenings if you struggle with with rest or with sleep is good for for giving you a platform for de-stressing that tension throughout the day. And then it's a lot easier to build up the skills that we use when we go into sleep. Um, you know, it's a skill set to be able to sleep, even though mm-hmm. no one teaches it to us necessarily. Well, now we have courses on it, but um, we didn't learn that growing up. And so it's important that we know that there are certain skills that we can work on to mm-hmm. to, to be at ease with the de-stressing process that happens because it is uncomfortable sometimes to de-stress from your day. Yeah, stress is um, familiar. <laughs> Being in that state is familiar, even if it is not necessarily always serving us or gets to the point that it's more overwhelm than um, supportive. And so we jumped right into how to optimize our sleep, um, which I love. And I'm wondering if we can go back and touch on what's happening when we're sleeping. Like how is de-stressing and getting to that place where we can really get into that deep sleep? How is that benefiting us as people? And of course, I'm curious how it benefits us in running our business. That's a good question. So you're, so that's two part. The first question is like, what's happening when we're sleeping? Yeah. Um, Well, that's interesting because, you know, there's, we all know that we have different 
different states that we go into. There's the there's the um, dreaming state, or we have a rapid eye movement, and then we have our deep sleep state. And so they're not the same thing. There's different different things occurring, but we also have a fourth state of consciousness that we we move into when we're just first falling asleep or when we're just coming out of sleep. So it's not quite waking. It's not quite sleeping. It's not quite dreaming something else. So we've kind of recently discovered that. And that's also something that we experience often when we're in deep states of meditation. But when we are sleeping, it's like our body is going through all these different synaptic connections to restore um, revitalize, to repair our cells, to um, sort out our emotions and process and release things. <clears throat> if we were actually conscious for that whole experience, it would be painful. It said that it would mm. actually physically hurt. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So um, <clears throat> we're tuning ourselves up for survival. And if you've ever, if you've ever sat down after moving around a lot and you've had a lot of tension, let's say, and you sit down and you go, oh, wow, I didn't realize how much my body hurt. Or if someone touched you in an area and you're like, wow, I'm really sore there. You know, mm-hmm. got a massage. Like I didn't know how much pain I was in. So that's what's happening at night. Like your body is repairing all those painful sore areas. It's, it's moving and releasing tension. It's, it's um, re- repairing soft, sore muscles. It's, it's a, really intense process. And so thankfully we're not conscious for all that because if mm-hmm. not for if not for sleep, the night would hurt, they say. <laughs> Very interesting. I had no idea. Yeah. And then, you know, we're if you if you ever watch somebody that's sleeping, you see as they go into sleep, their breathing shifts. So we mm-hmm. go from this uh faster pace, higher rev breathing to uh deeper slower pace of breath. And so you can see how the, the body is, is shifting into a different state and you can see how, um, the, that would mean that when we're sleeping, suddenly we're going into a deeper state of repair than we ever were in before. Mm. And it's funny because there's differences between between the rest that happens when we do meditation, for example, and actual sleep itself. And the difference is our mind's alertness, right? So blackout sleep is actually not as restful to the body as meditation is. Um, Again, if we go back to our ancestors, let's say like 10,000 years ago in that camp that you're in, and there's a a saber-toothed tiger or a predator roaming around your tent, you need to be able to jump up in a moment's notice and take action. So from an evolutionary liability standpoint, the body doesn't allow um, our, uh, our bodies do not get into such a deep restful state in sleep as they could in meditation. So when you watch hmm. someone fall asleep, like I said, their breathing changes when you transition to blackout sleep, you need your heart and your body to be oxygenated so mm-hmm. that you can be prepared to jump up mm-hmm. and to fight or flight. That's why we do that deeper breathing. So we're we're increasing oxygen levels and we need to stay oxygenated so that we can do that. But when we are sleeping, our conscious mind sort of takes a break. 
It doesn't mean that our brain's not working. Of course, it means that there's a lot of neurophysical changes occurring while we're sleeping, but while we're dozing off, our brain's working to re-sculpt our synaptic landscape and organize our memories and influence our behavior. And the difference between meditation and sleep is that your breathing's going to slow down in meditation, your heart's going to slow and your breathing's all going to cool five times deeper than sleep, hmm. up to five times, two to five times deeper than sleep, they say. Nature itself wouldn't allow us to go into a blackout sleep state and a meditation state at the same time because we'd be a liability. So in meditation, we have all this deep healing that happens. And in sleep, you don't really hear things because you're not conscious. In meditation, you're really, really hyper aware. You hear everything. You have like ultra sensitive senses. Mm -hmm. um, so you're in sleep, your mind is sort of checked out a little bit, but the body is on guard. And in meditation, the body's just resting really deeply and the mind is on guard. The mind's alert. So there's always got to be one that's a little bit on guard and alert, ready for action. Right. Yeah. So um, that's, that's what's really occurring when we're we're sleeping. And also, you know, I talk about meditation being really restful, but just know that there's no amount of meditation that can, <laughs> uh, that can uh, make up for sleep. Sleep is like a scrub for our brain. If we are sleeping, our brain is clearing out a lot of the toxic uh, byproducts that occur mm -hmm. throughout our day. And there's this chemical called um, beta amyloid. And they've seen that as it builds up, if it's allowed to build up, it can, it can be a cause for Alzheimer's disease. Mm. Um, but when we're sleeping, we scrub that out. So sleep is super important. Um, don't, don't, don't let anybody fool you into thinking that you you don't need to sleep as much as you do. You just want to sleep as much as possible. But meditation is also still important because it's preparing you for sleep, for better sleep mm -hmm. at night, and also giving you the rest throughout the day that you need. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It sounds like it's giving you that like brain break that you might need midday or something when you're just in that hyper arousal state and you just need to like come down and, and yeah. sort of recenter. Yeah, absolutely. So we know what happens now, which is, this is all just fascinating to me. I did realize how little I know about sleep, um, but talk to us a little bit about how sleeping, making time for sleep so that we get into this deep rest state. How is that benefiting us throughout the day as we live our lives and run our business? Well, you know, what do we need to live our lives and run our business? And we need to be able to emotionally regulate ourselves mm -hmm. right? because we, we work with people. <laughs> we work with difficult personalities. Sometimes we customer service, um, even just regulating our own emotions when things don't go according to plan. Mm -hmm. If, if we're not getting enough rest, then we, we have a hard time regulating our emotions. I don't know if, if, if you're a mom, or I'm sure there's moms listening to this, you can attest to the sleep deprivation that happens when you have a mm. small infant or a toddler, for example, I do, and you inevitably are going to wake up several times throughout the night. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you from firsthand experience, it is much more difficult to regulate your emotions throughout the day and to not be snappy at people or to not feel overwhelmed or to not 
end up frustrated or irritable about mm-hmm. things when you've been waking up and you don't have that good quality sleep. Yep. So it, like I mentioned, it, it allows us to, to heal from the emotional impacts that we have throughout the day and to be able mm-hmm. to regulate those emotions throughout our day. So we are kinder and we are more stable emotionally. Um, we also have something called uh, adaptation energy. We have like a finite amount of that throughout our day. And that is really um, recharged when we get good sleep and good rest. Mm. And adaptation energy is like, if you think about a battery, for example, on your phone, right? you have a finite amount of it, and then you have to recharge at some point. Now, depending on how much you use your phone and how much you know data streaming and things you're doing, that battery energy is going to drop or depending on how old your phone is. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, the more you use it, the the more you're going to drain the battery. Pretty simple. That doesn't take a, a you know a brain scientist to figure out. But you and I are not that different. Depending on the number of changes in our expectation throughout the day, that every time we have to pivot and change, um, transition into a new activity, or um, you know maybe you you didn't wake up on time and you have to rush to get out the door to an appointment. Uh, that's a change in expectation. The mm-hmm. moment that um, you get, you know, a, a, a bill that you weren't expecting, that's a change in expectation. Or you, you know, there's a road closure on Google Maps and you have to figure out how to get around it. That's a change in expectation. So all these little things, and it can be little or big, add up and they draw from that battery. And so as you move throughout the day, once you have withdrawn all your battery life, so to speak, or that adaptation energy that you have for the day, that's when you no longer have the capacity to handle new changes in expectation, new demands taken from you. Have you ever been to a place where you're like, oh my God, I cannot answer one more question. I cannot make one more decision. I cannot handle one more thing today. Like Mm-hmm. One more thing better not go wrong because I yeah. gotta blow it. Yeah, that's when you've lost your adaptation energy storage mm-hmm. for the day. So you're literally just incapable. So anything else that happens now at that point, you're gonna like r- drop into your your fight or flight response. Mm-hmm. Your nervous system's gonna dysregulate and you will not be able to handle it. And then you will end up having to, you know, bring yourself back from a dysregulation state in your nervous system. So it's really important that we have the restores of adaptation energy and we get that through meditation and we get that through sleep. Mm. So that's why that's where, you know, if you're out of that adaptation, I don't know, you tell me out of that adaptation energy, that's what you said, right? Adaptation. Yeah. energy. Um, like meditation, could, can it help sort of restore some of that? Or are we just really yes. regulating our nervous system? Like, or is it the same thing? Both. Okay. We, we are simultaneously finding regulation in our nervous system when we um, meditate or when we are getting rest, uh, especially meditation. And it takes us into a parasympathetic nervous system response, which is our rest and digest response. Mm -hmm. And, um, or we can call it our relaxation response. It's like nature's gift to us, but we are also restoring the stores of adaptation energy to allow us to tackle the rest of the day which is why it's so good to be consistent about it. Um, When we get enough 
sleep, better quality sleep at night, we also really restore that adaptation energy. Um, It's like, you know, just charging your phone for hours. It's Mm -hmm. incredible what it can do to entirely shift your ability to think, Mm -hmm. to make um, decisions, creative solutions to problems as they arise in the moment, Mm -hmm. to you know, stop before you react to something and take a moment to respond in a, in a healthy or intelligent way. It helps us to spot the subtleties of life around us. So we can Mm -hmm. see patterns that we might not have noticed before, you know, like, um, uh, patterns that show up in our own lives and our own behavior. It's easy for us to see other people's patterns, but it's a lot harder to see our own patterns. (laughs) (laughs) So these are all things that getting enough rest is going to do for us. So I, you know, it's like, it's so hard, I think, for us to to sometimes slow down in a culture where we're taught that the most productive day is the best. You know, you have to do, 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 and keep squeezing on as much as you can. But I promise you, if you take some built-in times to relax, to repair yourself, and to get good quality sleep then you're going to see that you don't have to work as hard. Mm -hmm. You can work smarter, not harder. You can get more accomplished in less time. And wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) That sounds lovely. Yes. Um, One last question for you before we wrap up, just because I'm curious. So I'm actually looking at my bed right now. I'm recording this in my bedroom. Um, And my husband and I, we are deep in non-toxic life um, in terms of like environmental, I don't think people realize the amount of toxins that we live in and and are all around us at all times, especially in like this new 5g world, but we sleep on a grounding pad, a full like mattress, um, pad, and we have an EMF canopy over our bed that we sleep in at night as well. So is there like, do you have anything that you think is helpful to share in terms of like I guess what I know of it is that, that if we're sleeping in a place where like we're inundated with EMFs, um, and, um, RFs from like our router and our cell phone being next to us and living in an apartment building with a ton of Wi-Fi, that like our sleep isn't going to be as productive as it could be. Whereas if we're putting ourselves in a place where that's happening less, like with a canopy or even just with a grounding pad, that the sleep can be more restorative. Do you do you know that to be true or? You know, I haven't like researched specifically into EMFs, but I I do know that most people that take the precautions that you have taken Mm -hmm. um, are, are already set up for more success to feel like they can sleep more deeply. So there's, you know, self-purported success with that. Yeah. I think that it cannot hurt. Right. Right. It hurt us to, to take those extra measures to prevent the things that, you know, maybe invisible to us, but that are impacting mm-hmm. us every day. And um, yeah, I know many people that just turn off their routers and their, their yep. Wi-Fi router at night and then turn it back on in the morning. And that's mm-hmm. become a part of their daily routine, just like yeah. making coffee. So um, I think that you're, you're taking a really good uh, step there and you're inspiring me actually. <laughs> Happy to share some of the resources. Yeah. yeah, This is our life. We live and breathe all of this stuff. 
Um, and other, we did it when we lived in an apartment, we literally had to turn off all the power to our apartment because we didn't have like a house where we could just pick one or two things. So we just had to turn all the power off in our house at, or our apartment um, at one time, which was a little crazy. Um, but now we're fully set up. We're good. And we have like a low, um, low, I think it's RF that comes from the router with particular type of router. And for anyone listening to like a really simple thing to do is just put your phone on airplane mode. If you're going to have it in the room with you, like if you need it to yeah. check, uh, check the time or for an alarm, just putting it on airplane mode stops those EMFs from coming out of your phone because it's not seeking, like searching out for yeah. Wi-Fi and for mobile service. And that I do that heard too is, at night. Yeah. Super helpful. And also, you know, if you do happen to wake up in the middle of the night, which I sometimes do because I have a toddler that wakes up occasionally, and you know, you're less tempted to grab your phone, turn off the airplane mode, let things reload, then you are, you know, you just kind of like leave it alone when you've taken that step. Oh, I would never. I feel like I would never fall back asleep if I looked at my phone in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, it's not no. a not a good plan. <laughs> no. <laughs> awesome. Well, I personally have learned so much in this episode. I'm so glad that you shared all that with us. Um, if there was one thing that listeners, they walk away with nothing but this, what would be that final most important gem? Oh, it's just that, you know, we are living in a world where most of us are chronically stressed Mm. and we're spending so much time in our sympathetic nervous system, this fight or flight response, even at a subtle level, or even at an extreme level, a shutdown phase, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and that that might serve us in the short term, but it's not a long term way of being. And so, mm-hmm. it starts to undermine our health, our mental health, um, our well being, our relationships, our career, the good that we can do in the world. Like I said before, and if we can take the measures to set ourselves up for better quality sleep, to make it a priority, to give ourselves breaks throughout the day where we can rest, even if it's three minutes, mm. we do a, a, a quick meditation um, or we have a meditative moment where we are enjoying life or the beauty and simplicity of something, then we are greatly empowering ourselves to live happier and healthier lives. And This is something that I actually have to work on every single day to remind myself of, but Mm -hmm. it's a good reminder for us to keep talking about. Even when we know it, there's a difference Mm -hmm. between knowing it and doing it. So schedule it, schedule the time for yourself, create new routines. Mm -hmm. Remember how important this is for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. It's the reminder that, like you said, we all need probably once a day to take that time, take that breath and then prioritize the sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, shifting gears, tell us what you're getting intentional about right now. Ooh, that's a great question. Um, so I'm getting really intentional about, uh, <laughs> I, I've been enjoying, I have a podcast show myself called Well Balanced and um, just diving deeper into the science of wellness with experts and and people like yourself and just having these conversations um i've been getting intentional about training people who are interested in becoming meditation teachers or really really deepening the meditation practice that is 
um, a new passion for me is to create the teachers that can go out into the world and mm-hmm. share these tools. So, and I'm really um, inspired about just becoming the best mom possible that I can be. And, you know, not a perfect mom, but <laughs> um, learning how to speak to others and learning how to be mm-hmm. um, there for my child in ways that, you know, I, w- I would want to be, someone to be there for me. So yeah. Thank you for asking that question. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for giving such a thoughtful answer. Um, where can our listeners connect with you outside of the podcast? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, if you're listening to this and you're interested in what meditation can do for you, I have a recording of a yoga nidra practice, which is a really deeply restful practice that many people find greatly enhances their sleep and sometimes even helps cure them from insomnia. Mm. Um, I will, I give it away for free to all of those who want it. So you can check it out. Um, there's a link that Jessica, I'm sure can share, yep. um, which you can just sign up for me to send that to you. And that is my gift to you. Um, I also have access to my trainings and programs on my website. It's leahsantacruz.com, L-E-A-H, santacruz.com. And you can listen to uh, my show, Well Balanced, and you can find that on any of YouTube, uh, on the Balance channel, or on any podcast uh, station that you like. Um, And if you want to listen to other recordings of meditations from me, you can check those out on the Balance app, which you can find in the iPhone store or the Google Play store. Awesome. Thank you again so much for being here with us. It's been an absolute pleasure and I know everyone got so much out of it. So immense gratitude to you for being here. Yeah, you're welcome. Sleep well, rest well. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And thank you everyone for tuning in. We'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.